Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. If you're enjoying listening to the podcast and taking things away from it, hit the follow and subscribe button, share with friends and on your socials. I'm at the very beginning of the Scenes of Beauty journey and it helps more than you know to grow the platform. This week's guest is Lavelle, who is a singer, songwriter and model from South East London. I invited Lavelle onto the podcast mainly to talk about representation and just the drive that she has. She's living and breathing, building her career, so I thought it would be really, really interesting to hear from someone who is in the midst of building their platform and her role within the industries that are often seen as impossible to become successful in. What I got from the conversation was so much more than that. It's really clear to me that from this conversation, Lavelle has done a ton of self-work. She knows herself really well and she talks us through how she's gotten to this point. I am obsessed with her mentality. She's someone that really stands up for what is right, holds her own and doesn't take no for an answer. She's really found who she is and I absolutely love that about her. She's crazy ambitious, but in a way that's real. I think we often hear success stories and get a sense of it being easy. This is a conversation that is super raw and shows Lavelle's ambition in a transparent light. It shows the hard work she's putting in and the results that she's getting out of it. I absolutely adored recording this conversation and I hope you guys love it just as much. Here's Lavelle's version of beauty. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, Lavelle. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I am... I feel like I am experiencing what balance is, Ooh. but like hectic balance on both sides. Okay. But it's, it's, it's good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. Let's, <laughs> we'll get into that. Me and Lavelle have been chatting and I, I'm excited. I don't know where we're going to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's start with, firstly, let's introduce who you are. Okay. You are obviously singer, model, but you kind of give us your yeah. interpretation. So, um... Yes, singer, first and foremost, which is is interesting now when I can call myself a model. 
because that's very new to me, okay. um, but I love it. And I have to rep just because I think everyone that comes from where I come from rep, Southeast girl. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, that's the most that's such a London thing it is but it's just like I just think you know what it is I'm biased I'm a Leo and I just think we're great I just yeah. think South East like from where from where I've come from I see so many like incredible people talented people and they just come from a lot of them come from where my home is that's cool yeah we're like hustlers um, I also love to direct so I'm a director but it's something that I'm slowly still like tapping into director house hair music videos creative directing on like photo shoots um yeah i just love expressing myself in any way that i can so i've like branched into that like one day i want to like do a nice big campaign with like nike like i want that cool yeah, yeah. so that's that's a, that's a bit about me but i feel like i'm um if people don't know me um I would describe myself as like, I'm I'm the I'm the type of person that's like your home girl. That's yeah. the kind of energy that I like to keep with people. That's the type of energy that I read from you and I get from you. So that's oh thanks. Self awareness <laughs> is a ten. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I will be the person that's very much there. I'm very much invested in 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 people that I love. Like, as much as I do, you know, these creative things and like I'm in front of cameras and stuff. Like, I'm actually the homebody. Like, I love. Come over to my house. I'm cooking you dinner. We're talking. We're catching up. Yeah. Like I love that part of me that I can just, yeah. I'm happy just being simple mm-hmm. as well. Grounded. Yeah. That's cool. Let's talk about because you do a lot and you <laughs> are creatively diverse. Mm. So how do you start? Let's talk about you as a kid and like let's go through the journey and and how. Oh my God. My second therapist. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're here for. I don't know if you know. I oh my did God. not read my your inner eyes. child <laughs> is it's being seen right now. Yeah. Are you into therapy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That has like been my life for the past four over four years, mm-hmm. and I'm like I scream about this shit. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I scream, okay, I scream about this yeah. shit. Therapy like saved my life. Yeah, like amen, the way yeah. I've been given a new set of eyes for to, to view the world. It's magical. Like I just, I can't. I don't even know what I was doing before therapy. I'm, I was like, I'm that shit, man. I'm shit. I'm the shit now. Like I'm like, I see things. Yeah. I, I have. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's really long. Like being that aware of stuff because you can't ignore. But I would never want to go back to that. I love where I am now and being able to like heal and learn so much about myself and the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's hold on that thought. But yeah. Yeah, let's go back to whereabouts in Southeast London are you from? Um, so for the people that do know Thamesmead, okay. <laughs> if people like what's that, I always go like Woolwich, okay. Greenwich, just like them sides. Okay. Yeah. Um, so talk about like home life, school, and then let's go through the journey. Yeah. So school, I... School, I was, gosh, was it Rockcliffe Manor? This was in Plumstead, like deep Plumstead. And this was like down the road from our first, I think it's like my second home, um, this like flat. And uh, always very aware that I was the, me and my brother, one other brother and sister were the only black kids. Then you had 
two brothers, twins that were Turkish and then someone else, I think that was Pakistani. Mm -hmm. So I remembered like, my childhood, I was quite different because I was always, I was in places where I sort of stuck out. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to secondary school, I started to, I went to the all girls secondary school. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I recommend it though. I have all, I did, I went to a mixed school, but I, yeah, I'm not sure if I would have preferred or not. I, I just, yeah, because my experience in, in that school was just like, there's, we have to learn how to interact with the other sex. Yeah. And I think, like, I get they did it for focus, like, you know, to not look at girls or boys. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like, I think some people's experience, experiences might have been healthier, learn how to interact from a young age. Yeah. So that was that. a lot of drama in my school, actually. Mm -hmm. Girls' schools, it was a lot of fights. I can imagine. <laughs> Catty. <laughs> a lot of fights. And when I, to this day, when I think to myself, how did people make it through? Like, that yeah. was stress. Do you feel like that gave you a bit of a backbone there? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, okay, so I am half Nigerian. I'm, my tribe is Ibo. And I feel like my mum, and just like culturally as well, she has always been like on me when it comes to like my power and confidence and like really not giving a shit about others because at the end of the day, like you're, you're born in your skin and you die in your own skin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And coming from where I come from too, like Southeast, like growing up, there was a lot of, there was a lot of gangs. A lot of my friends went into prison. A lot of them aren't here. And like you're faced with as well, like coming from, you know, that background. And I remember getting my first like job on Oxford Circus at Miss Selfridge mm -hmm. and like being like, oh, this is, this is a new, a new environment for me. And when I would have people make fun, like so, the silly things like, oh, you made it to work today, did you dodge the gunshot bullets? Yeah. I'm like, but that's not funny because no, if it did not. happen, I'm not making it to work, so. Yeah. <laughs> and actually it's a reality it's also. It's a reality. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's definitely given me this like attitude in life where I will speak up for myself. I will also speak up for others I hate injustice. And it's made me also with that type of background, it's made me want things like in my life um, at like a higher, I don't know, like a higher feeling. Like me being successful doesn't just mean it's me being successful. It's my family, it's my friends, people where I come from. Yeah. It's communities. Yeah. yeah. That's a really interesting thought because when you were talking about culture and yeah. your mum raising you to be a strong female, mm. Mm. A lot of my friends are black or mixed race. Yeah. I moved to London five years ago and I really integrated into the culture of, yeah. I just love being surrounded by different people. For yeah. me, I had quite a sheltered, like, quote unquote, like middle-class white upbringing. Mm. I didn't know shit. Like mm. I came to London and I was like, oh, this is how people live. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what happens. This is the streets, honey. This is this the streets. <laughs> But like my best friend, she, her mum's from Zimbabwe and yeah. I don't think she'll mind me saying this, but I've learned so much through her about the way her mum has brought her up to be like, stand up for yourself. Yeah. You are strong, yeah. you're independent, you're good enough, like yeah. you're powerful. And I think that's so alien to what I've had growing right. up because I didn't have a mum that, I had a mum, but I didn't have a mum that told me that. My mum mm. was like, go to school. You know, like cool. it was all very surface level, and I, yeah. and 
the more I meet people and and like people are deep people's families are deep like I even said to my mum now like do you want to have a conversation about it and she's like Mm, doesn't quite know how <laughs> my dad, to... My dad's a little bit like that, but I feel like my dad is... Uh, so my dad is born here, he's, he's white. Um, although we have mixes up in the family, so I'm just like, I can't keep my head together at all. <laughs> I cannot. Um, but he... But I think maybe it's just like, that's his upbringing. Like, he, he didn't have that person that spoke to him in that way. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, showing you your worth and, like, pulling you up when you ain't in your shit. Yeah, yeah. And, like, my mum coming again coming from that from the culture like she was very on me like that so I've been lucky to get that yeah, that yeah. from her because I think especially as a woman especially as a black woman especially women in like you know London yes it's multicultural but still there's like so much still that we have to like fight for you to be 100%. seen yeah um but yeah like shout out to mumsy and yeah. my dad but yeah shout out to mumsy yeah 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 that's cool <laughs> yeah so that was school that was kind of pairing in what happened after that like how did you go to uni? No. Okay. So my, like even so, like even my okay. So my family, um, my they did want me to go, but I've been doing music for so long. We just kind of had the discussion that like. Actually, to be fair, if I remember clearly, my mum said to me, "If you don't go to uni, I'm chucking out the house." <laughs> but I was like, "I'm still here." Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. Checking me anyway. <laughs> but she knew how passionate I was. So like I was like, cool, if I'm not gonna go to uni, I'm going straight into work, let me make some peas. And I'm gonna make sure that like I get work done with music, just throw myself into it. Cause you can study. I've gone to Sylvie Young, I've gone to Beale, I've gone to McJagger Theatre, I've done I've been in I've been in the studio since I was 13 years old. Like I've been doing this. I don't want to keep going back to school to be learning about something when I need to go into the world and use what I have now. Yeah. Um, might not be for everybody, but for me, that's what it was. Did you have that mentality from like being young? Yeah, so basically my mum and dad, their growing up was was we were very poor. So their hustler literally mentality was just like survival. Mm-hmm. And I had to grow up quite early too because I've got a younger brother well obviously that was them but like have a younger brother and I'm the eldest and that I've got to do this but also I noticed with that hard work and just throwing yourself into it you've got to risk it or not yeah you have to take the risk you know my my parents did that they're in the best position now like we have we have things and my dad and my mum both went to uni later actually when they were able to mm-hmm. um but I think with that it just push me to be that go-getter because I'm seeing all my friends as well going to uni. Some of them never want to do it. I'm like, but why, why? so why are you doing it? Mm, like, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not a very common thing to know, especially coming from, yes, I'm from a mixed household, but like coming from a black mom who's Nigerian who accepts the fact that I'm not going to uni. Yeah. Like, that was, what What do you mean? What are we doing here? There's yeah, clearly, yeah. Your, my, my mom thought I was asking for beef. But I'm just <laughs> like, I had this dream. So when, so when I told her about it, she said, cool you um, aren't going to have someone knock on your door and give you what you want. My mm-hmm. dad is exactly the same. My dad's been working since he was about 14. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just like, if you want something, you have to put it all in. You have to be confident about it. It's your dream, which which eventually will turn into your, your reality. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just kind of went for it. And then I went to, um, I got discovered on MySpace. 
Okay. Back so then. What were you doing? You were putting videos of yourself singing out? I or? was, um, I think I just had like, so basically I had this group, I used to be like a singer for like this grime group called like IWL, like back on the ends. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I remember I had this song called Mrs. Adam, oh, I don't know who I thought I was. It's, you know, sing with the group. Um, and like, so I'd have stuff like that up in my space or like, I don't know, some other bits I'd messed about with. And then this person found me and then I met like my first A&R and that they, I had my first like deal with them. And I didn't know how this shit worked. But I was just like, oh, someone found me. This is what mm -hmm. I would hear, some, like when I was discovering people that I love, I'm like, yeah. how did it get discovered? It's yeah. really and truly, that's, it could be anywhere, anytime. And mine was just through MySpace doing grime, grime choruses. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm here. Yeah. That was like my first entry into the serious world of music. Yeah. Um, and that was like three times a week. So it was also teaching me how to be in the studio, like it's work. This yeah, is my, yeah. this is a job we're in nine hours or whatever it's for the day, we're taking our, our breaks, we're doing warm ups, we're writing, we're going back into the studio. I was like, oh, this is, this is how you be an artist, what you do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that happened when I was like 17, 18. And what did that feel like? Like what, what is that feeling? Because I also think it's, it's interesting that conversation you had with your parents because most people's parents would be like, cool dream. Like, yeah. that doesn't happen to people like us. I yeah. hear a lot. Um, so that's a cool and interesting conversation. But then what, when that translates to you being in a studio, what does that, what does that feel like? It feels like... Because that's someone believing in you, isn't it? Which is yeah. when all that's, for me, like, or I guess as a young artist, that's all you want. I just wanted to sing. I didn't yeah. even know, I just, I just okay. This may sound a bit big, big headed, I don't know. But I'd see some shit on TV. And I'd see some stuff and I'm like, if they can do it, I think I can too. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I'm good. Like, I think I can do this. Yeah. And then I just, and then my mum, my mum was like very much that same person. She just would, my mum would buy me the stage. My mum would take me to auditions. My, my dad would be like, oh, you practice it. Like, all of these things. And, so, and then so it's like all of, this, all of this journey that's taken me here now and I'm seeing the work and the reflection of the work in front of me and I'm just like, oh, so this is what it means to, to do what you love. Mm -hmm. Because yes, it's a job, but this is actually, now I'm just, now what I find fun and fulfilling, people want to pay me for as well, or like people want to hear me. I'm just like, yeah, it's still baff, it's still, to me, it's still baffling when you're walking physically in your dream now. Yeah. It's tangible. Yeah. I still, I don't think I'll ever still get over that. It's, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because we, we were talking a bit before we started recording mm. and I was saying, you know, I put so much pressure on myself to like be something or be someone or make this podcast a thing. And actually I've taken it all away. And like, I've just been asked to host like an international women's podcast, um, international women's <laughs> day panel for like a big brand. And I'm like, oh, this, this is, this could be something you start to believe in yourself. But I think when you when you do believe in yourself and you just trust yourself. Have to. Which is a key thing, actually. Yeah. And I'm starting to feel like, oh, this thing that I actually love doing, that, exactly what you said, like, that could be a thing. Like, yeah. I could do this all day, every like, day. Like, why can't you? Why can't yeah. what you love be now your job and mm. your life? But I think for most people, like, you see people on TV or now, like, on social media, 
and it's always a bit like them and us but actually you never you don't think about like them they were in us at one point like yeah. everyone's unless you're like a fucking kardashian or you've been yeah. born into it like they were in us so it's 100%. possible like, it's so possible i remember a teacher in my um secondary school to be fair my secondary school they really weren't for the arts like anything because i've done like harry potter and like the bill and acts and stuff and like i would take time out to go and do these things and i remember my teacher being like you know she's never gonna make it Wow. And I was like, cool, lovely. I hope you sleep well tonight, babes. Yeah. Um, and then I had a careers day and it was, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a singer, I want to do music. And they were like, that's not a real job. So what, what else would you like to do? And I was just sat there like, um, something to do then in helping people. Mm. They're like, there we go. And it's crazy because you're just like, yeah, this is um, this stuff isn't easy. So when you have someone talking to you like that, it's, it's really daunting. How do you keep that up, that belief when a lot of people around you are like, no, 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 that's not a, that's a dream, that's not a reality? Like, how? Because you seem to have kept up the, I'm going to do this, I don't give oh, a shit don't what anyone says. Firstly, how I find the strength every day, yeah, I surprise myself. Yeah. But that's really, like, that's only been possible because, because of my faith. Yeah. Like, faith is everything, that is what I hold on. And I'm um, hold on to, and I have a friend actually, shout out to Creo Blake, he's an um, incredible guitarist, artist. But he taught me something, we we're just talking about like when you have a vision in your mind. And he said to me, Where do you think this vision of your life came from? And I just thought, Oh, maybe like outside sources and things I've seen. And he goes, No, that's God in, in like, he's implanted what your future is and what you can achieve. And he said, For, for that to become very real, just got to keep working at it. It's already there. Yeah. But it's it's the it's the, the the scary part is when you can't see it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm always like, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's too much. No. You can make something happen tomorrow if you wanted to. You could do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's because we we have the examples that these these people have got you know to be successful. They were once us, like you said. Yeah. They've yeah, managed yeah. to do it, so it's very much possible. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. What does me? It's not just like it's not a, like a word. It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's um, music. Really and truly, is a source, and it is the source of like the world. It's how we connect. It's how we talk to each other. You know, it's how we communicate. And I think it's it's almost like the air we breathe. Mm -hmm. It's it's everything, and that's what it means to me. It's it's my way of living. Like. You can find a song for sure that's going to fit whatever mood that you're in, or there's a word that someone says to you that remind. Now I'm thinking about it because it's in the song. It's just life. It's everything. It, yeah. it's, it's the source to me. Yeah. Have you? Has it always been that? Like, were you? I feel like this is an obvious question, and I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Like, mm -hmm. were you just born this way? Because I feel like. I, I talk to a lot of as me as a person in terms of music and right like have you always have you always felt that music was a big part of you was there a turning point was there like a moment in your mind and like that was it that's when music the music light bulb turned on so music has always been in my house my dad used to be a rapper and like we grew up on like records in the house everything and like we so we were definitely like around it, but I was, um, I was very, 
like I said, I like to like to express myself. So I used to design a lot, actually. I used to design clothes and just like art. I'm obsessed with art, mm-hmm. so I just draw and everything. And I actually thought that was what I would be doing. I didn't ever think that I would do music. Yeah. That hadn't even crossed my mind yet. So it was just a way of of expression. And then I think I remember I was um, listening to. If I can remember this correctly, because this is feels so vivid, I was at my grand's house and we would listen to music. I was singing. It was either her or my auntie. Someone was like, you sound really good. And I just didn't think on it. I thought, oh, okay, cool, I can sing. And then when I got into it and was expressing myself and singing and I saw what I was doing to people, literally with my voice, I thought, wow. Yeah, so I so when I was able, when I saw what I was able to do, I was like, this is truly a gift that I don't want to let, I don't want to ignore. Mm-hmm. So I just used it, um, and as I learned what it was, I think just like singing and music and and how like like gospel music that's so healing, and then you've got like frequencies, you know, spiritual like meditation music, mm-hmm. and you know, then you've got like someone like Beyonce, you know, mm-hmm. all of this stuff is powerful. And I just thought maybe I could be like this vessel in the world that makes a difference or a change of my words and my voice. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm really into music, not in a way that you are, like a gigs, and that's how I hang out with my friends mm-hmm. and I listen to it a lot and it helps me through hard times and I resonate with it. Mm. Um, I'd literally stick my ear up against like <laughs> the radio, like just sort of feel it, just feel it even more. Do my, you? My, oh my Honestly, that was like that was like my child. How I, how I haven't like messed up my ears, I don't know. Yeah. But like I'm like I just want to just hear it all. Yeah, mm. love it. Who is? I was gonna say who's your favorite artist, but who do you listen to or feel inspired by? Um, the reason why I started doing music professionally was Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, loved her vulnerability. Loved how she was just like, don't give a fuck, and. Um, She's just a G. And then, like... I think she was one of the first... Because a lot of people say Amy Winehouse, and I've thought about it a lot. I think, like, she was one of the first people who were got big, Mm. but remained unapologetically herself, like, through and through. Yeah. um, Which was really inspiring. Mm. I um, love, 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 loved her. And um, I'm a big, big fan of Frank Ocean. Mm -hmm. Like, Frank Ocean is... He's like the king and queen to me of just like in your feels. Yeah. And the way he, he brings a sound that I've never heard before. And he writes so poetically. Mm-hmm. He's just, yeah, he's just, um, he's a huge inspiration. He's someone that I always kind of like go to in my, in my mind when I'm creating like how would, not like to copy like how Frank do it, but my inspiration. Yeah. You know. You've released like a few songs, um, Issues. Issues. Sorry, issues. <laughs> and then there's Curls and Freckles. Yeah. They're my two favourites. Oh, I love them. Yeah, I do. I love thank them. Thank you. But how... Like, you wrote those. Yeah. And they feel super personal to you. So is, is music a form... I mean, it obviously is a form of expression, but how is it to, like, write music and put... Because I think... I think music is a different art form because it it is so personal to people. Like, mm. it's... It's you pouring your heart out, I guess. Yeah. How is that? What's that process? Because part of me is also like, is it really painful to write songs? So when... let me keep it 100 of you, yeah? Monday, no, Tuesday, I, drag, I dragged myself 
to the studio crying. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go that day. I wasn't. I was. I was. I was feeling it. Yeah. yeah. For the love of the art, I dragged myself to studio so I could express how I was feeling. Because mm -hmm. what else am I gonna do? Sit here and cry all day. I was mm -hmm. like, let me go put this into my art. Yeah. And it's 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 having that bravery and that courage to just really talk your shit. And again, being unapologetic about it. Like issues, for example, I had a 10 year relationship and that ended due to cheating. That ended due to, you know, me now um, having insecurities that maybe I ain't good enough, but maybe, so because because my girl looked like this and I started comparing myself, I may be like, oh, does my body need to be a bit better for you just to stay or, saying like, saying, saying like the real shit we say to ourselves when we're, we're really in our low points. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so, that, so that was like a, a vulnerable side that I let out. And then we had, what, Curls and Freckles. And um, was about someone that I dated. And he encouraged my Curls and Freckles. He said, you look, you look pretty, like this way, like my natural form, which is something that I'm quite passionate about, is like really embracing your natural beauty. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and that was like a freestyle. I went to see my producer, Fergus. I was on his beanbag. He had this thing and I just went, Hmm. Just started singing it, and we was like, okay, it's a song. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I want a song that's it's kind of like it represents people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was I was talking to someone actually the other day about um, like runways or like media and stuff like that, and I was thinking, there's not a lot of places where I used to see myself, or a lot of songs where I feel like it could be about me or like films, but like when you hear like Indiari, like my hair, like hair, like everyone, everyone that's like got curly hair, big hair understands it. Someone that can listen to a song that's got curls and freckles or little bits on their face, it's like, yeah. oh, that's me. Like, I'm beautiful too. That's interesting because I think there's representation and then there's representation of like, mm. let's not skip past the small things because we think they're trivial, let's actually talk about them yeah. and let's bring them out there. And I think a big part of why I started the podcast actually was representation and just let's talk about how we all feel every day because we're yeah. all like, I feel like in the media and in, in mainstream, whatever, you talk about the things that are big, like mental health, big. It's But like, how about like we get up and we just feel a bit crap? Like, what do you do? Like, let's all just share. Like, do right. you know what I mean? And it's right. like talking about the small stuff, which is, maybe that's why I like Curls and Freckles, because it is just pure. Yeah, it's very pure. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love seeing that. I don't get to sing that song um, often, mm -hmm. um, but I love performing that song, because I literally, I forget people are even there, and yeah. I just go into, like, my zone. Yeah. Yeah. Can I talk to you about community and, like, what yeah. your immediate community is now? Because I'm presuming <clears throat> it's a lot of other musical talent, artists, producers, or maybe it's not. Or I'm going, I'm asking that because I feel like, again, when you're surrounded by people that are all in the same, I don't want to say same situation, but all have the same belief in themselves that you do, or believe in you as much as you do. I think it creates magic maybe yeah first of all i think that's like i find it so bizarre how not bizarre but like i'm just like wow when someone believes in me mm. i'm like you really you really think this this is real it's a good like, feeling, yeah they see it and i'm just like that's that's crazy I, I it's so it's a beautiful thing 
is that imposter syndrome? Is that? I do it a lot. You're, you're, you've been doing what you do much longer than yeah. what I've been doing what I do. But I'm like, who am I to interview these people? And then I look at my page <laughs> and I'm like, do people think I'm just like a phone, eh? Like, I am literally just hobbying around, having good old chats with people. But, like, these Love people it. are cool. Like, the people yeah. I'm talking to are cool. Yeah. But it's... Do you sometimes do that? Because you must be in cool situations and you're like, do I belong in this room? Oh, I've had it. I've had it. Yeah. But I also remind myself the same way those people are in this room. Oh, damn, yeah. So there's no... There's no, no hierarchy no. that's happening oh, here. No, we're, no, all no. The same, we're all in the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I definitely remind myself of that. I actually had like this event that I went to actually, and it was a room just full of like older white men and um, very powerful. And there was maybe like one black girl, and then like even like maybe like four women in general. And I was like, I started getting this, oh, I feel a bit uncomfortable that I'm here. Because I feel like, what am I going to talk to people about? Or are they going to look at me in a certain way because I don't reflect them? And um, <clears throat> and um, I that moment, I let it get to me. I left. And I was like, wow, I really... I really didn't challenge myself there. Why did I, let my, let, why did I allow myself to go? Because mm. you didn't feel like you belonged. And I was like, that's not right. That's not real. Yeah. That's your mind. And situations playing games on you. Yeah. So I went back and I was like, I'm here. Yeah. I belong here. Like, there's nobody that can tell me I can't. Yeah. You know? I guess, just going back to the community question. Yes. Like, who, not even who are your surroundings, but how are your surroundings like adapting your mindset? Right. So I have... I honestly don't chill with people who are not on the same wavelength because, and it's not because it's a, I think I'm better than anybody. It's not anything to do with that. It's my mind needs to be around strength. It needs Mm -hmm. to be around confidence. It needs to be around love. And I've been in places where I've had someone talk down to me who supposedly, you know, is, it was, I'm meant to be a friend or whatever. And you're just like, this is damaging to my mindset mm-hmm. because if I'm around you and you're quite negative and you don't believe in anything or, or like you're not passionate about something, I'm a bit like, I might start to slip. Yeah. That's that's just how I see it. So like the girls, I've got like a beautiful circle of like girlfriends and like guys um, from ranging from like, I've got like, a, okay, I've got like my batch of like music guys batch of my music girls and especially my girls like we talk so much about bigging each other up and mm-hmm. um, we're always there we have discussions we have uncomfortable conversations and we also test each other like everyone's doing it incredibly so it's kind of like my circle is like is winning yeah it keeps me it keeps me you know on my toes like let's keep bettering each other you know then I have like my friends who do like nine to five or like hustling here and there and I'm just like but they, they've grown up with me, they've made me who I am and I've made them who they are in terms of like our experiences. And, and that's, like, that's like my wholesome people that keep me grounded, mm-hmm. you know, teach me about life and things outside of music where actually there's other parts to life than just doing my music, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I feel like I've got so many different communi- communities and also like my, my circles of people are so mixed. Yeah. I love being able to be around people that teach me about their culture. Yeah. 
I don't want to be ignorant to things, you know, um, teach me about respect, religion, all that kind of stuff. Um, but my community, I say right now, my people are, is very strong. Mm -hmm. um, there's not one person I don't think I could, I couldn't bear myself to. Yeah, like, that's good. That's a really good position to be in. I think a lot of people don't realise like how... It takes time though. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people don't realise how much their surroundings, whether it's work or like friends or like friends that you've been with for 20 years and it's, it's stale and you know it's stale, but you're not doing anything about it. And like, I feel like people don't have awareness of how much it affects them and like productivity. Your people, your people are your home. Uh -huh. It's like they, they are your village. Yeah. So if I'm running around in mess, I'm going to get messy. Mm -hmm. I need to be with people that, you know, clean hearted, great mind and like stable and like willing to, 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 willing, willing to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you need these people that keep you, keep you in line. And I yeah. feel like I've, I've, I've gone through like some shitty moments with people, but I've got to a place, like I said, I can bear who I am completely. I'm not going to feel judged. And like, we've all got each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's cool. Let's move on to modeling, which mm. I know you do a bit of. Yeah. Talk about that and what, how you've come to do that. So I was, first of all, I was discovered at I think like a Wolf and Badger party. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what? <laughs> discovered so, in modeling. Yeah. yeah. And I, was just, I was there, I think it was like some paparazzi think people, whatever, they took some photos and like people going through them and, and, and my old aunt, she was like, who's, who's this? And I hadn't ever thought about it. I'd been told, but I was just like, so conscious actually, it's gonna take me from the art of music. Like, I just, I'm very, I'm not into just doing things because I just, what, because just to do it. I'm like, what's the intention behind this? Um, and the modeling world has been something that I've had to really get used to. So mm. like with music, I've can, I've, I can still receive no's now and still get over it. In the modeling world, I'm like, wow, you really don't want me because of how I look. Yeah. Or you're really not into me because I'm not the look or whatever it is. I'm just like, it's so vain. Like that's how I had this perception, this, this perception I had of modeling. But then I remember being told you're not a model. And I was like, yeah, I am. Like, now, okay, cool. Now you put something, some fire up in me. Yeah. And I want to just prove you wrong now. And I'm quite good at that stuff. I'm like, someone pisses me <laughs> off. I'm like, watch this. I do get that. Problem. Yeah, I'm like, watch this. All right, then, cool. Yeah. Um, it's maybe a bad thing. I don't really like being I told no so. sometimes. I'm like, I can do it. I can yeah. do it. I can change this. Um, and like, so like with the modern, I just said, you know what, actually, I'm not just this like pretty face. I've like, I've got a mind, I'm intelligent. You know, I've got things to say. There are, there are stories I want to tell. There are people that I know felt how I did growing up when I didn't have someone who looks like me and spoke up for themselves. I was just like, I want to be that girl. I want to be... I want to be somebody that is modeling but making people feel comfortable as well in their, in their skin and just who they are. It's the representation for me. It's yeah. The, yeah. No, I hear you. <laughs> How, because obviously you said there about representation and not seeing that representation and mm. then making people feel comfortable in their skin. Yeah. Are you saying that from a place of 
you've had times where you've not I mean you're a female oh I've had times times, but like have you gone through like a hellish time with not loving your body or the way something looks or like insecurities about who you are well firstly I was like the first girl to even get like boobs in my school year Mm -hmm. and it was like what the hell boobs in life (laughs) and like they wasn't even small either they just came out being like hello we're here and we're here to stay and keep going and like so when like I was it was like your I had this conversation with my sister and we had to really deep it yeah we had to really deep it she's like you are not a skinny girl you are not like that slim type girl you are voluptuous you've got boobs you've got hips and stuff she goes you are immediately going to be branded as sexy because this is what they've created is like that skin that voluptuous it's like this sexy thing so even if you were to do the same thing as someone who's slimmer wear this you're gonna be you're gonna be labeled this so she so she was trying to tell me because i was getting i would get up i'd get bothered sometimes that this was happening but i was just like why do I have to change for anybody? Like that's that's your mindset that you have on me. And I didn't, and and it wasn't seen as classy, before, like growing up. So yeah. it was like the, was it the scary, skinny heroin? Yeah, she were like, chic, you look yeah. like you need sleep. And it's like, that's not, that's not what I am. And I could never be that. So I felt like, you know, when I would go on sets, I noticed that I was a bit different sometimes or, you know, especially like getting my hair done, I'm freaking out because like I've had terrors of my hair. Yeah. And I'm like, this is all, I've been in, you know, in talks or situations in the modern industry where um, I feel like they want, they've wanted like the brown skin, the glow for certain things. They love like the, the, the assets, but they don't want to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Now it's a problem they just want to use. So I just was like, find it hard at first, but because of those battles I was having, I was like, well, this means, this this shows me why it's important I need to be in places or that we need to see people that look like myself. Yeah. To take all of that crap away. Yeah. I think it's a... God, there's a hundred different ways we can go here, but <laughs> isn't there there? Like, I could talk about this for fucking years because I think this is a lot of... This is... This is the shit that fires me up because I've been in rooms where I'm like, I've literally been told to cast models yeah. for skin colour, ethnicity, language. And I'm like, are we re- are we really doing this? Mm. Like, are we... And I felt, even my eyes watering, like, I felt so oh. uncomfortable doing it. Mm. And it's like, brands can tick boxes, like you said. Mm. And from my experience i've worked with loads of different people i've worked with big brands small brands models influencers like loads of different types of talent and for me you you said there and we'll go into it in a second about like having something more i think models and influencers get such a bad rep of yeah you just want to be a pretty face when actually a lot of models and influencers because i'm saying that because they're the majority of guests that i have on the show is they've got so much to express Mm. and to talk about and to stand for and be powerful about. And it's deep and I think it's really cool to see like you being like, I am me and if you don't fucking like it, like- Facts. Do one, you know? I just think like, also I'm just like, I'm the one that's got to go to bed at night being myself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I need to be happy about that. I need to sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm doing things, so that's the least I could do for myself. Yeah. What does it mean to you to, to be the one to represent? I think um, it's scary. I think to, 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 allow, to allow that to be put on you um, or to accept that sort of role it can be quite scary because you can only do the best that you can and might not get everything right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've noticed and I started and I, and I saw with my own eyes people messaging me being like, how are you so confident like wearing that? Or like saying this, or I wish I could. I'm like, what do you mean you wish you could what, do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's boring if not, I don't want to conform. I don't want to conform to standards that were set for me that I didn't agree to. Yeah. You know, and I just think I need to be, I need to, yeah, I need to be myself. And by being myself, I've noticed I am bringing in people that, that want to hear what I have to say. How do you overcome that though? Because I'm like speaking personally, mm. I struggle with it now. I talk a lot about body and weight and how, uh, to me, it's like a big weight that I lift every day of like, um, God, what am I going to eat today? Because I know if I eat something that's not in my plan or I didn't plan to eat something, it fucks my whole day up. Like, and it's, really? Yeah, it's mad. It's mad and I, I have therapy about it and it, it's a lot. It's something constantly on my brain. Okay. So, like, that's ingrained in me and it's something I worry about all the time and I really struggle to overcome it. How, like, you've had these... Everyone has stereotypes surrounding them. They we're told by society, like, what we should be, what we shouldn't be. Like, how... You seem to have done a lot of work to overcome that. And I guess there'll be a lot of girls listening to this be like, how are you just you which is a really stupid question once you start to figure out who you are Mm. and then you start to live that yeah but there's a hell of a lot of people that don't even know where to begin like being comfortable with who they are or start to question some of the stereotypes because they're so into this i should behave this way therefore i do yeah no no I just think, um, okay so i think to even get to a place where i am now i had to go through it I just had to, I had to experience, I've had to do things. What do you mean go through it? So like, I think, okay, so grow through it as in like that feeling of hardship when things aren't easy or being dismissed or, you know, as well, like we, we're, you know, with our parents as well, like it's not always their fault, but they raise us and teach us things that they've only known because it's been ingrained in them and then it's, in, then it's been trying to be ingrained in us. And now we're the generation here being like, actually some of those ways aren't cool and weren't okay. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Okay? Yeah. And that unlearning period is very painful and can be really hard because now I'm like left here, who am I? <laughs> because yeah. I've just known all of this and now I'm figuring out what I like. I'm even into this. Why am I saying yes to this when I really want to say no? Yeah. You start doing that and, and you know, becoming aware, you know, it's, it's a little thing, but also it's long yeah. because like, it's like, you can't ignore now. No, that's not right. Like, that's not, that's not what I want to do. And I need to honor that. I need yeah. to, I need to honor myself always. But um, it took therapy too, you know, asking uncomfortable questions and saying them out loud. The difference with like when you say things to yourself in your head, but when you actually say it, it's like, oh, it's oh, real. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like I, I um, found myself saying a lot in therapy. I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell you <laughs> Don't this, me. this ridiculous thing that I've been thinking. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to say it out loud because when I say it out loud, I know how mad it sounds yeah. that I'm making this tiny little thought that I have about myself yeah. take over my whole being. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of therapy is maybe just realisation. But when you say it, it's like, it's like it's clear now for your chest. Yeah. Because you've said it and you've gone, oh, maybe oh, it was a bit yeah. silly because it's that loud now. Or like yeah. maybe like it's not an issue because it made me feel so because I'm, I'm fully talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I feel like, yeah, I just... Um, I think it's time and patience and it's growth. It's just, it's life experiences yeah. that has got me here to where I can be comfortable with myself now. Yeah. It's refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, I just think, um, I was watching this film the other day and it basically was like, you could you could erase someone from your life or erase things from your life. And one of my boys who I was watching it with was like, would you want to do that? And I just said, I said, you know what, even with like the fucked up shit, yeah, no. Mm, I would say the same. Because also, why would I want to erase the emotion of hurt? That's an emotion, and that's still something you should feel because, like we've, you know, we've discovered here, if someone hurts me of this, it drives me to even go better. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you need that, like, ignition, you know? But it's like... Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to change anything. I want to remember so I can experience to do better. Well, experience makes us who we are, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes us, yeah, it makes us like live and breathe, have the words that come out of our mouth. It mm. makes us act and react in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would, I would say, that's an interesting question though, isn't it? It's yeah, maybe really th I'm like, <laughs> going around in my head like, yeah. how to explain this. Why did you start having therapy? So, I wanted it for a while but I was still very new to like what therapy I think was or what like it actually took to want to do that mm -hmm. um but it actually was the shock of some things that happened in my life so like my my broke up with my ex of 10 years at the same time lost one of my friends um just like our friendship broke down um and then I lost my ex's mum due to cancer. And I was dealing with so much like betrayal and hurt and then also like trying to grow. I feel like my body went into a shock. And then because of that, my mind and my self-love and like my esteem had crumbled. And then I ended up in a bad situation with a guy. And I literally was like, this is making me sick. Like, it's making me ill. And it's funny, because actually that time I lost so much weight in such a short space of time 
that people are like, oh my God, you look so good. And I was like, it's interesting because when I've like gained and I'm happier, apparently it's bad. Mm. But when I lost and I was stressed, no one had anything to say, but you look great. And I was just like, insane. And it was like, all of that was like yeah. messing with my head. And I just said, you know what? I'm, I, need, I need help yeah. because I'm making decisions as well that aren't things that I would do. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about myself in a way that, and I just was like, I just wanna, I want to eventually have, you know, a good healthy relationship with somebody and deal with a lot of stuff that was coming up from relationships like in my life. I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna put that on anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't want my kids to suffer from anything that I've done or gone through. I just was like, actually, let me just start to work on myself. Yeah. And are you still in that phase? Working on myself. I mean, it's it's prolonged, isn't it? You do it. Yeah, I think or you would hope, now but. it's like I'm working on like stability. Yeah. So like stability for me, like I'm I'm focusing on that when it comes to therapy now. Mm -hmm. I just want to be. I just want. I want to be my best version. Like focus. Yeah. That's now where it is because we've done like relationships. We've done like childhood and you know parts of parts of my my family and then me and my friends so now i'm like in a different section of my life where i'm like yeah yeah now it's the it's like the work i want to place things solid in my life now yeah. how do we do that yeah it's it's a lot to unravel but it's also quite cool to unravel it isn't it because i think a lot of us like you don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing it until you actually talk about it and yeah. therapy is probably in the place yeah that you talk about it if everyone listen if every single person on this i've done therapy i, sw I swear to god the world would be a better place. Oh, 100%. I just think, when people go, I'm gonna have to talk to you, I'm like, trust me, you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trust me, you do, you'll be surprised. Can I ask where you found a therapist? Because I've been having a lot of conversations about this lately, um, about where and how, and it's actually quite a minefield. Like, if you actually, yeah. I mean, you've obviously I've, looked, but I it's- I got lucky. Yeah. Mine was through a friend. Okay. And so, so my therapist, she is a psychotherapist, um, She's an Ayurvedic healer and spiritual healer. Mm -hmm. So like, it's a bit different to maybe like the standard sitting down writing things. I've had a psychotherapist as well, um, a man that I was seeing once too. Um, but this has all been through someone else. Yeah. And I think word of mouth is very powerful in that way. Like if you can generally say to me, my therapist is great. He, like he pulls me up on my shit. You know, he, he's, he listens to me or she listens to me. I think that's where I'd actually go. There's some, there is someone that's doing therapy and also look at them, like, have they changed? Yeah. You know, how are they, how are they, how is their mind? Mm. We are the example of, of, of their work. Yeah. You know, so my, yeah, mine was literally through a friend. Yeah. I think that's a good piece of advice because I've looked, I've even looked for this, like some of my male friends have needed it like in a time of crisis and I'm like yeah. trying to find somewhere. A lot of male therapies, uh, uh, you do it over like message. You don't, a lot of them aren't face to face. Really? Yeah, like it must, there must be research behind like how men communicate better or whatever. But a lot of them I found, I literally like text service and I'm like, who the fuck wants to text? Like, that's really, mm, no. Yeah. I don't, I'm not Unless I'm doing it. it wrong. If I am someone tell me because. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. What do you mean? Lot. Like texting? I'm like, yeah, no, no. Because my so my the lady that I see, she is um, not from the UK, so we do FaceTime. Yeah. But the man that I was seeing, that's here, um, that was just me and him one on one. And then actually, I saw um, this other lady. So she does like 
therapy and she does it with works with Ayurvedic like massage. Mm. So she's like healing trauma that's embedded in your body and she is insane. Oh, yeah, like details. Yeah, for sure. Like she's shout out Nelly. She's <laughs> incredible. She um she healed like the side of my body because she also said that we heal it because it's like our emotions are leaving our bodies and stuff but like I had a limp for ages on one of my legs out of nowhere pain horrendous went to her literally that same week my foot was fine I've never had that pain again and she says because there was a part of emotion that got stuck in your body and it was just affecting yeah affecting it that's so interesting yeah I always say I used to get this like chronic stomach pain like I used to go to the hospital every month for tests for it like yeah. no, there was nothing ever there it was the whole time I was in a relationship and I literally relationship ended like had a bit of like a year or so of shit and then I moved to London and honestly the day I moved to London I've never had it since so right. it was obviously like a it's emotional something I, I was forget. carrying it's like physical pain isn't just because something has hit you or you bumped your hand it's an emotional pain that gets into your body. It's stress, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So. You said earlier, I think we even mentioned it a bit earlier, but about, about um, being more than just a model or mm. being more than, more than an artist. Like, where does that come from? Does that come from a place of something you've experienced in the past or is that a stereotype of what's usually associated with being an artist or being maybe not so much an artist but a model definitely yeah I feel like um the way things move the way things change the way things are you know a difference is made by words and actions and to make the difference you need to be the difference cliche but it's the truth and I feel like when I've been like, I've had people be like, as well, are you more of a model or more of a singer? And I'm like, I'm all round because mm -hmm. it's different types of expression. Um, I get to, you know, talk about my stories and things maybe maybe that people find hard to talk about themselves, but I, I'll write in a song and they can, they can sit there and listen to it and maybe learn. Or I can be, you know, on TV, um you know, black girl of like from South or whatever, from a place where people almost think that, you know, it's, it's, it's also like people get, people work to get out of that place. Mm -hmm. And I want to, and that the only way that you can kind of feel like that's possible if you see someone that looks like you in a place that you want to get to, so then it shows possibility. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that's why I want to be more than just a face of something or, you know, I want to be able to talk to these people. And I, I remember, I remember when I was young actually, and I think the first time I like really started to change, like my hair, for example, in school, I would always have it straight because that's what the beauty, that's what beauty was. And I was damaging my hair. And then I remember I was told like, your curls are beautiful, they're natural, this is what comes out of your head. And I didn't, I didn't, embrace that because I didn't see it but then when I was starting to see people like afros and how I'm like oh my gosh this is what mine looks like and it is pretty and it is beautiful mm -hmm. um yeah I think that's that's why it's important that is why I want to be in these spaces yeah can I just say you have a really good way of 
articulating stuff. Oh my gosh, do I really? I feel like I'm terrible. <laughs> no, in a way that is grounded. But grounded's not the right word. Like, I'm very descriptive. I don't know. I think you you are just really relatable. Like you're very humble with the way that you express things if that oh. makes sense like it's very clear that you're passionate and you care and you have put a lot of thought into who you are thank you well, I think it's like, really we raised a good child no but <laughs> honest I think it's you've obviously like you've thought you've thought about you which that's quite unique you know like oh. I think it is like I sit here with a lot of people and I have a lot of deep conversations but You've spent the time, which is quite apparent, which is really cool. Thank you. Really I think cool. um, I think it's like, it's very important to understand, okay, I'm in this world full of like billions of people, right? And if I'm going to be here and I've been given this life, how am I going to make the, I need to make the most of this and be intentional with it. Mm. Just getting up just every day, yeah, and doing life can be, can be very long. Mm-hmm. Do you know, let's make it's, it's long sometimes I'm just like right again but also I'm grateful but I'm like again like yeah, yeah. what we okay what we do with this and I think um it would be wrong of me to to not be my best version I don't want to I want to I want to pass tomorrow like god forbid I'm not ready for it don't don't take me mm. but like you know when I when I pass I want to feel happy that like I don't think I could to be the best version of my human self yeah. And um, and also, there's it's not just me in this world. So I don't just do things just for myself in this world. There's what I do is 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 an action to something else, and like has a consequence for this. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a, it's it's constantly moving. It's a move. It's a moving piece in like a game that we're in. And I, I want. <laughs> I don't, know who I'm, I don't know what I'm saying, but like, <laughs> I'm like I want to win this. I want to win no. this. You know what I mean? I want to do this. Yeah, I hear that. You know? How do you find balance? And I'm asking that from a place of, I've grown a lot, changed a hell of a lot. Mm. In my 20s, I am wildly different to a point where like my siblings can be like, huh, what is going on? It's at 17, I thought I was a big woman. I was like, no, you are not, you're a child. I was an arrogant, (laughs) awful kid, awful. But I've, I've grown and I've changed a lot. What I struggle with is, where's the balance of this self-love, taking life a bit more seriously, believing in myself, putting the work into myself, that tied in with like letting myself go. I don't know if you can relate to that. Okay, so I have like a I find myself being really uptight at times and I'm like, this is because I've put so much work into this. What if I let it slip and it all goes and I can't, but you have to, I've you have that. to, you've got to, you've got to live. Mm. Otherwise, what am I doing this for? Yeah, yeah, What, yeah. running myself into the ground like, every day? I haven't got time. I want to smile. Yeah, I want to yeah. see my people and have fun. Mm. Like, my sister, she always, like, she always laughs at me because my thing is like, I'm like, fuck it, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to come and I'll deal with that tomorrow. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know, I know that I, I, I know how hard I work as well. And especially like, music I have to write I have to do things I have to experience things Mm -hmm. um 
balance can be hard because I remember there was a time that I wouldn't even go away on holiday because I was so nervous. Like, if I'm away, opportunity is gonna come. It can wait and also know yeah. my worth. Like, if if or if anything makes me, if anyone or anything makes me feel like you got to take this opportunity now because they're gonna be there. Well, then it ain't for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not all the time do you need to like grab it like this. Yeah. Have that you know um, attitude, but is that self confidence? Is it belief? Yeah, because I just think sometimes, sometimes okay. What, okay, when you get older, you start to realise, actually, what is it that's making you happy? Is it when you were, you know, grinding for how long in these hours, doing this, and you're reflecting back? Or is it when you sat there and had a beautiful conversation, maybe with someone that you loved, and they said something, and it was like that moment, or, I don't know, I love the stars. Remembering a time when the stars were a source of sunset, that made me super happy. Like, mm-hmm. those things are really important. Time with people are important. Love is important. And I just think... We have to experience that too to be able to carry on with, with like the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what drives us or drives yeah. me anyway. Yeah, interesting. Can I ask what your relationship is like with social media? And because on your platform, you say some really interesting, also deep stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? I took some screenshots. Did you really? Don't to actually tell oh my you. Gosh, what did just I some say? stuff that, just a couple of things that like, I resonated with but like you seem to use I'm, I'm asking you because you seem to use social media in a way I mean we've talked for over an hour and hour quite clear that you're an expressive person creatively with words with actions with whatever it is so yeah I just that's kind of where the question came from but something that you said is like I said I want to be in places people couldn't imagine seeing me in but I could do things people wouldn't expect we're just getting started like just like captions (laughs) but it's like that sounds like a lyric and it it might be a lyric at one point but you just seem to write things like with meaning and it's so I'm just curious to see what it's first of all it's so interesting to see because I asked my friend once actually and I said what what impression do I give to you on social media and she was like boss bitch like you don't give a fuck what people think and I was like what like she was like yeah she was just like you have like a very strong uh mindset and it comes across that way that you're very sure of yourself and I'm just like this is insane because I am definitely that person but I have so many feelings I'm a very sensitive soul and I just think I'm big on I'm big on communication I'm big on words and how you say them and 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 what they mean Mm. because the right word or the wrong word can really do something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or like how I, or how I speak to somebody like, or my tone, I just think our words are powerful. They, they almost dictate the rest of our lives. So I just feel like when I'm expressing myself to thousands of people and people are gonna see this, what do I want them to understand about me? Yeah. And that's how I like, that's how I, I guess I form things or put them out there. Yeah. Um, and just to be very transparent. And I think even with that, I remember that actually, I don't know what happened, but I remember it was sort of the conversation we had a little bit um, before about being in a place and feeling like you deserve to be there. But I'm like, there's so many people that might not believe in you or imagine you in that room, but I'm like, well, I'm gonna show you what that looks like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not almost, it is being a role model. Wow. That's a big word, right? Yeah. 
No, but it is. I think role model is a, is a word that you would use for Beyonce, yeah. for Jay-Z, for Rihanna. Love Rihanna. Yeah, same. <sighs> like, amazing inspiration. But I think actually... Again, going back to the them and those, like Rihanna's way out there. Yeah. Like sometimes it's important to have people in your life who are not, who are within reach, mm. who make it possible to be possible. Do you yeah. know what I mean? For yeah. the goal to, to be a thing, yeah. to come to fruition, to see someone's journey. And I guess that's what I may have you're my head showing. In, yeah, I may have my head in clouds. Yeah, but I honestly feel like, what do you mean it's impossible? Anything's possible. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. Mm. If you're willing to, like, grind... Yeah, but you have that. A lot of people don't have have that. Anything is possible. For me, mm. I, I switched my mindset, and I fully believe that you can do anything. When I came to London, I was like, oh, my God, these people, these people can be something. Like... Yeah. I can be something yeah. here. Like, I walk down, and you'll be like, I roll when I say this, but like, <laughs> I walk down Oxford Street and I'm like, I am the sh- I can literally be whoever. Uh, that's the- your runway, babe. But that's it. But like, <laughs> I come here and I just feel alive, yeah. which cliche, but it's true. But a lot of, I didn't have that. I'd never experienced that mm. feeling of I can be whoever the fuck I want to be yeah. until I moved here. Yeah. Also, because you're, you're visually seeing it. You're talking with people that talk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your environment. And that's what I was saying, like, being around the people that I am. Like, when I was dragging myself to studio, I called one of my boys and I was like, yo, I need help. I feel like absolute shit. He was like, he just reminded me of of the woman that I am. Mm -hmm. He was like, look back at what you've done and look at what you are doing. And it's like, if I didn't have these type of people around me, like, talking to me, not to say, like, they big me up because it just gassed me just for anything, but... They will talk to me and just remind me of who I am. We need to be reminded sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You're that bitch. Yeah. Do you know? What I, do you know what I mean? Be that bitch, still that bitch. Do you know what I'm saying? Always. Yeah. And I just think like, and who's gonna tell me I'm not? Mm. Yeah. And that's and like when I get nervous on stage, I'm like, some, I'm sometimes I'm shaking, and I literally gas myself in my head and I go, "You are literally that bitch." And I would do it to myself just so I come out a bit ballsy and I've yeah, got attitude because yeah. who's gonna be inspired or sat there waiting by someone who's like you know, I need. To, I'm like, I need to yeah. believe it, yeah. even if for a second I don't. It's yeah. I need to. I do think like um, I'm not. I've tr- I went down this whole road of spirituality and meditating and all. I, it's not for me. <laughs> I am into, however, a manifest. Um, I am into, however, an affirmation. Mm. I'm into them. There's no better way than waking up and turning on a little YouTube and being like. I am this, I am that, I am strong, I am yeah. powerful, because we don't talk to ourselves in that way. That's why words are saying are yeah. very important. Words are powerful. Yeah. You are making, if I, if, you, if I was to speak to a flower every day and say, you're disgusting, you're ugly where it is, I bet you it's going to be like this, yeah? Yeah. Just give it love. The sun's coming in, it's going gonna, it's gonna to flow, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bloom beautifully. <laughs> and that's how to vision, visualise ourselves. I love an analogy. I love, like, the the visualization of things. Yeah. I love it. That's how I see things. I'm, I see, I explain things, and when I'm, even like me speaking to you, it's like pictures in my head. That's how I see life, and I see how, I don't know, just how we are. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. We've talked a lot about where you've been, why things have happened, being in certain situations, like growth. Where are you at now? Now I am... 
I feel like a light switch has like gone off in my head and it happened a few months ago. And I was like, what am I, what do I want to do with my life? I'm doing stuff, but I felt like I was cruising a little bit and I hadn't really woken up. Mm -hmm. I'd just been doing, hey, you free to Yeah, yeah, it's in the calendar. Yeah, this, this, I make it, yeah, cool, cool, cool. But I hadn't actually stopped to be like, where am I going and where do I want to direct, direct myself to? Mm -hmm. Listen, I want to have, you know, a beautiful man that loves me and I love them, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, I want- We all, we all want <laughs> We all right. want it. You know, like, I would love to have that, like a beautiful union, a teammate, you know, I then want to get like my beautiful house, want to have stuff, I'm like, cool. So that's all, the that's all the big things I want, you know, I want to be, you know, on the Brits. Cool, so what are the steps I need to take to get there? And that's where I'm at now. Yeah. I'm like really enjoying me. I'm really loving like the the teachings that I'm like bringing into my life right now. I'm just, I'm very much like bring it on. That's the energy I have now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying me, I like that. I just feel I like, like let's just do stuff. Let's live, let's, let's have fun, let's work. You know, let's, let's feel some emotions. I'm just, I'm just here for it right now. That's a refreshing mindset then, eh? Yeah. It's, it's unsettling sometimes because it's like, well, what's, where's this going to go? But also, if I change I the perspective... I think that's where things happen, though. Yeah. When you change the perspective, I'm like, actually, this is exciting. It is. It's exciting because I feel like a lot of the time we can feel like we're carrying a load of shit. And when mm. you've... I, I visualise it as, like, massaging... I don't know if it's muscles or like you're massaging things, a bit like you said, like you carry emotions in your leg or yeah. whatever. Like once you start to like really get in there and like even like, yeah, massage things out, like things being like issues, problems, feelings, emotions, mm. whatever, situations. And then you get on this, I watched a video actually on um, YouTube about um, happiness like everyone is talking about happiness at the minute and everyone's striving to be happy however that's an unrealistic goal and it's come from I don't know Stephen Bartlett talking about being happy all the time whatever yeah. or whoever's talking about it but like life is like a flat line like this so some days you'll have like happiness and then you'll have sadness but people are aiming for like up here and imagine mm. being happy all the time. No, like, it's exhausting. Do you know I what I mean? Go to bed. <laughs> and you've got to be sad. You've got to, to. feel happy. And then right. this is where you like, we basically, she's saying like, we should be aiming for this flat line mm. in the middle of that is happy the and sad. Yeah. And it's like the, the power is like when you're having high highs, how do you not purposely, but purposely becomes then organically, bring yourself back to the line. Mm. And when you're sad, how do you bring yourself back up? Because mm. that is content, that line yeah. is content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we should be thriving for is to be content yeah. and not have, everyone wants to be happy, but it's unrealistic, it's unrealistic to want to be happy all the yeah. time. 100, I like that's that. interesting. I'm like, cool, I'm content. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Maybe, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is the word. Yeah. Um, we've talked about being a model, we've talked about stereotypes we've actually just thinking out loud talked around everything around this topic other than being a woman and what mm. what that means to you and how being a female in music for example if that's ever affected you or yeah. you've ever come across anything that has shifted your perspective mm. so i um there's the fun, there's, the, I feel like there's fun side to music and there's also like quite, like, like a dangerous side to music. 
And I feel like the fun is the expressing is in a studio and like, you know, uh, working with great people. But then there's been like experience that I've had as a woman where I've tried to be silenced by like powerful men because of their status or because of what they think that I want from them or what they could give me. And like, or, so there's an exchange and I was doing lots and lots of sessions with people, but then I was experiencing men not taking me seriously, men coming onto me, um, me not feeling like, and then it started to sort of make me think, feel like, am I not good enough? Because it seems like I'm stepping into this further and further into this world. And instead of my music and my voice, they want something else. And like, you should never have to change your, you know, exterior for anything. But like, I would even go there like, now in like the most like, unattractive thing I can think of that. You ain't gonna wanna, you ain't gonna wanna do nothing. Didn't even matter. And it's just like, that time, sort of, yeah, it made me think, it made me see part of the industry. I was like, wow. I mean, it's not just in music, it's, it's, in, it's in a lot of industries, but it's like, where I'm meant to be my most vulnerable, in a place yeah. and tell stories and, and write, I can't do it because there's somebody here that's making me uncomfortable. So I took time away from sessions and I only stuck with people that made me feel really safe because ultimately, if if I'm sharing my stories, if I'm gonna be, you know, doing modeling and maybe like, like lingerie, I need to feel so safe and comfortable. And I kind of just had to decide to take my power back. There is gonna be people who are gonna be like this, you know, whether you out them or whether you confront them, they're just still gonna keep coming around or being there. So what could I do to make sure that I didn't stop myself from trying to fulfill like my dream mm -hmm. due to someone's bad ways? Yeah. And I think I just saw like the, the power of even sharing that and saying it and speaking up and being like, like my girls that we have, we're very on it. We don't trust this person, don't think it's cool. We talk to each other or like, let me know we got to the studio, how's it going? Like we keep, yeah. We keep ourselves in that nice unit. Um, but I feel like it definitely took a toll because I think as a woman anyway, I was thinking I'm not being taken seriously. Mm. And then, then having to fight the other battle of you want to do things rather than make a song. Okay, cool. Mm. What do you mean? As in sexually. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like they want to approach me in basically in an inappropriate manner in my sessions. Yeah. And and it's it's a shame because like I've had opportunities with songs and they didn't take it any further because I didn't want to say yes to their suggestions, yeah. you know. And I've had to just continuously remember my worth, tell myself this has got nothing to do with me, and this is just people that I've had my experiences with. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. I think more power to you because I think, especially in something like music where it's so hard to get a break, mm. a lot of people in that situation would have, I don't want to say done it anyway, but I think if we're being completely honest, might have. Yeah. Or being too scared to say no for the sheer fact of missing an opportunity. Yeah. So it's pretty powerful that you were able to do that. It's also really fucking shit that 
you were even have to be put in that situation yeah. anyway because that would never happen to a guy. Because I songwrite as well. So, like, as much as I'm an artist, I songwrite for myself and for others. And there was an opportunity for that I had for a song for LMA. And with this song, I was being... Sp- Around this song, I was being spoken to inappropriately by the guy that was like, yeah, I can get you to LR, this, this, this. But in the meantime, but in between, like, not sending sending me my song or, or taking long of answering questions um, for, like, the music stuff, he always found time to talk to me about my body, what he wanted me to do, and things like that. And mm-hmm. I just said to myself, do I want to be, do I want to be connected to this song through him? And if me getting this song is is basically me having to say yes to his suggestions. I don't want to do it. Because yeah. if, I, if I say yes and I allow him to his ways, he's going to think it's okay and he's going to do it to somebody else. Yeah. So I'd rather lose out on this LMA pitch for her and I will get there a different way. But it ain't yeah. going to be for you. Yeah, good for you. You know? I was just like, it's not worth it. It's actually not worth it. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. I, sh- I struggle to navigate... Mm, this is very stereotyping and it's very umbrella term but I struggle to navigate men a lot of the time and their intentions not all women but a lot of women in my experience I've come from beauty I talk about it a lot Mm. womanhood is wild it's why I love it so much like not all the time but in a lot a lot of the time we all have each other's back it's where I've met my bestest friends like it's community like I've never experienced before I've moved out of it and I'm now exposed to a lot more males and how they work and in the working world and when they want something they'll fucking do anything yeah. like to get it. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. I can't quite fathom how to I'm just so pure and so honest. And I, if yeah. I'm being honest, I'm really naive. Like I'm I'm like, <laughs> I just believe that everyone in this world is good and we're all gonna live happily ever. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what my friend says to me, yeah? He always goes he goes, you have this thing where you go, are you good? <laughs> and he goes, it's either, it goes, it goes, it could come across as if like, you're checking someone like, are you cool? And he goes, it could go left. I'm like, what? And he's just like, but it's good because you, you, you put your foot down straight away. And, right. I, and I've learned to do it because you know what it is? I haven't got time to start fixing and put and, and, and sorting things out when I can nip it in the bud straight away. We're going to be uncomfortable for two seconds. Cool. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> I, mean, I cannot start asking people, are you good? They'd literally be like, get out of here. Get out. I'm done. I can't do it. Are you good? I'm just yeah, not I'm fine, thank that. you. <laughs> um, where do you want to go? What's, what's, want to know what's next? And also, what are your dreams? Mm. Okay, so one of my dreams is to be like, I'm at St. Louis in Jamaica and I have a house out there and that's where I go raise my babies for a bit whilst they're like growing up. And then like, remember like the man that loves me, he's Mm. gonna be there too. (laughs) And then um, I'll be living like 20 minutes away from the beach. So like every morning I go speak to uncle at the shop and he'd give me my mangoes. (laughs) And I'm like, have a great day. And I'll go to the beach, I'll write songs, I'll chill. Maybe I'll help out, you know, the locals. Because it's like, I'm successful. I can, I've got time, I can do what I want. That is the dream. And I fly out to different, like, Paris, for Paris Fashion Week, or, like, I'll do, like, you know, 
performance at the VMAs, like I whatever. Love that. That's that's the dream, and I just want to. I, I want to like give back actually to everybody that's like ever invested me or taken the time. Like I want that. Um, but one like one dream as well is is Savage Venti. Like I love Riri. That's 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 my homie. I'm also godmother to her child, um, <laughs> and I feel like she has been so that's so pivotal in my life how you can be a businesswoman, how you can run shit literally like the way she does and still have a fulfilled life and like find your love and you know do her music like that's a dream for me to be an all-round businesswoman as well and yeah. and still keeping it real within myself I feel like that's such a great example um of someone that's like that beside her um yeah, but I want to walk on that. I want to walk on that that fashion show. Like that's gonna be me. You're gonna see my face. I can see you on, on like, you are very on brand for that. You feel like you live and breathe the values of that brand. Yeah. I can see you there. I'm like, come on, we haven't seen a girl from the ends. I want to be the girl from the ends that's on there. Like, and then cool, let us all come through. Like, I just yeah, yeah, it would be magical. But um. Yeah, I feel like the dream as well, I mean, like a like a, a, a dream that I want quite soon, I think would be to be happy in a label, like a record label. Um, I want to be walking more runways. Like I done London Fashion Week for the first time last year. Well, and congrats. it thank you so much. Honestly, it was with Carolini, she's incredible a Brazilian designer. And she um had me actually walking just in front of Alva Claire. And I just was like that's the homie, like, what the hell? Like, I love her. She's someone I feel like looks like myself. And I remember going in and it was wild. Everyone's like rushing around. I'm like, this is what happens on TV. Like, this is what I've seen like Sex and City when, you know, Carrie walked on like mm -hmm. the runway. I was like, this is crazy. And then I remember turning that corner, seeing all the paparazzi, Jordan Dunn is on the side with Ed Edward. I'm like, what the hell? It's going off. And I just thought, don't do anything different. Good girl, Keep yeah. doing what you've been doing because yeah. what you were doing got you here. And I just walked like I was walking down Woolwich High Street. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love like, honestly, that. I, love it. I was like, no, strut like you've been strutting like when you go to go to the shop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's what people forget too. It's like once you get to place you've always want, don't start going up. Okay, I need to be like. Yeah. Chuck that in the bin. Yeah. Being you mm -hmm. has literally got you to this place. Being a better version of you is what's got you to this place and, and continue to the next ones. But I don't need to start sprucing things up and doing something different, moving. No. That's such a good point, you know. We think we've got to change. Yeah, that is a good point. Actually, people change around you. Yeah. I don't change. The situations, yeah. whatever, change. The, 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 you know, the way you look at things. But like me, I, I'm still doing me. I've been doing me. That's a really good point because, you know, I mentioned about being asked to do a little bit more now, which is really cool. But I'm a bit like, one, me, little me. And two, like, oh my God, what do I have to do? Like, da -da -da. You was little you, yeah. but you ain't no more. No, but to, I'm not bothered about status and stuff. I don't really, yeah. I just want to free, I've, uh, for another podcast episode, but um, I have been worrying about like, what do I do when I go on stage? What do, and I'm like, they know who I am. They know how I talk. They know I'm quite like open. They know I'm quite raw. Yeah. 
that must be what they want. Otherwise, they wouldn't have come to me. You exactly know? that. So that's a good. Exactly that, and piece it's that reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminder for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think my main dream as well is to continue being myself. Yeah. Don't start changing up. If you I know. don't think there's anything more important than that, though. Yeah. I I do. I know. I've said it. I feel like a broken record saying it at the minute, but like the moment you just breathe and just chill a bit, mm. it all just the contentment, the opportunity, the what you always wanted, you take all the hostility away from it and you let it just do its thing. Yeah, because like I used to put pressure, like, okay, I would go into sessions with so much pressure thinking I've got to bang out a banger today. As soon as I took that out of my mind, I went, let me just go in and see what I want. Yeah, Let yeah. me just go in and just see how it goes. If I just have a great conversation up today, then cool, I had a great conversation. That would give me something to do. That would give me um, inspiration for the next song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the pressure off and just... Also, as well, you can only do so much. You're a human being. You are not supernatural. Yeah. So there's only so much that you could do. Um, and then the rest is out of your control. And once you quickly understand that, that there's a lot of things that you can't change yeah. and control, your life is going to be smooth. The, yeah. it's yeah. not smooth sometimes, but but it's smoother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear that. Anything else you want to cover before we go into the bas- last bit? Uh, I think that's cool. Yeah, I think we've done loads, haven't we? I don't even know how long we're talking for. <laughs> or like an hour and a half, long time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, final question that I ask everyone on the show is: What is your version of beauty? Version of I feel like I've seen in my head. It's like the header. What is your version of beauty? <laughs> and it's going to be this poem that's just going to magically appear now. Um, my version of beauty, I think, is feelings. Mm-hmm. It's um, because that is really how I'm, I manage to express myself. But I feel like beauty is like seeing like someone vulnerable, like like vulnerability and like owning that completely because. I think I think like the worst the worst thing you could do is hide your emotions and emotions are is are beautiful. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like uh, beauty is there's beauty in everything, whether you see it or not. Mm-hmm. It exists everywhere, and I think beauty is, is inclusive as much as we've been taught that it's not, mm-hmm. and it's and it's only like this one type of beauty. Beauty is very inclusive. You know, beauty is culture, beauty is food, beauty is people, um, interactions that we have, like I ourselves today. For me, it's been a beautiful interaction. Mm-hmm. And like, I think beauty is like the umbrella of many things. Um, and beauty to me as well is, is things that are natural. We're so used to being taught to like change stuff. We're so used to like um, manipulating things and not accepting a raw form. And I think actually that is the original, that is the starting point. That for me is like the beautiful moment, mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for... You. Were... I don't want this to sound condescending, oh. but... <laughs> Are you good? But... <laughs> you good? <laughs> But you were honestly everything I hoped you would be. Like, oh, just thanks. really raw, really pure, just you. Thank you. And, yeah, you're a, you have a lot going on, like, a lot. You bring a lot. Oh, and it's, thank you. And it's 
really good. Your energy is amazing. So thank you so much for your time and thank you for being open and vulnerable and yeah, this sharing. Is, thank you. Now, this is great for me. I feel like we need more people like yourself. Thank you. And um, it's also... I don't know how this is going to sound or come across, but it's also really... Um, comforting to sit with somebody also who's of a different race to me that I feel very comfortable with and I'm heard and understood. Mm-hmm. That is um, always a thing for me when I walk into a room, am I going to be like, I know I accept myself, but I do think, so, hmm, am I going to be accepted by this person or are they going to see me for what I am and not try to like pick, pick it apart? I feel like I came in here today and yeah, I'm, comf- I'm comfortable. I always notice my how I feel when I'm with people. And there wasn't a spike. <laughs> like there wasn't. Well, like, didn't have an "Are you good?" No. moment. <laughs> I felt very like content. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's such so a compliment. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's yeah, all I ever want. So thank you so much. Thanks. <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you like this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. 